Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett. On today's episode, we have the lovely Francesca Moy, better known as the Meetup Queen, joining us. So we're about to jump into the episode with her. So if you're someone who's thought of growing their business using workshops, meetups, events, you do not want to miss this episode. Francesca talks about how she got started and then where she is today and how she leveraged those organic strategies in between. So if you've been looking at using organic marketing, this is the episode you're going to want to listen to. But let's not delay. Let's jump into it. So, Francesca, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this, Kim. Yeah, my pleasure. So, obviously, I've already given you a little bit of an intro to everyone, but and I know that you're really good at this. If you walked up to someone at a party and you were introducing yourself, what would you say that you do? Oh, my God, I love this question. Okay, so what I would say is literally, oh, my goodness, you wouldn't believe it. Five years ago, I was like stuck and I couldn't get any clients whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, I started this meetup group and Facebook group and boom, I got fully booked in three months time. And then from there, I had to teach people how to do that. So I teach coaches and experts how to grow the business by using meetup and Facebook. Uh, it's a little bit of a loaded question because you do that like every you, every single day, you teach people how to do that as well. So you're, you're a yes. gun when it comes to uh, introducing yourself, which I love. But tell us a little bit more about that because then you got, at what stage did you get the nickname of the Meetup Queen? How did that come about? Yeah, I love that. So actually, I was shocked because I was starting, like I started my meetups in October 2014. And by the end of November, everybody was like, you are the meetup queen. You are everywhere on meetup. And I was like, hold on a second. If you think I'm everywhere on meetup, you are too, right? So I actually, the first few people that said that, I was like, no, I don't believe you. But then eventually my meetup group started to grow. And so in about six months later, I was like, all right, people are really saying that a lot, that I'm the meetup queen. And so I'm going to have to use it for marketing. It was like a no-brainer. Yeah. And so what did that actually mean? Being the meetup queen, like what did that actually mean for you? How many meetups were you doing? What was the outcome? Like what actually happened there? Yeah. So um, a lot of people think that the meetup queen means like I'm a dating coach or something. I'm like, you know, I'm not not very, I was single for five years, so I wasn't very good at dating. That's for sure. So meetups, it was fascinating for me because I started the first group and I didn't know what I was doing. So I was doing like a meetup every week to get people in front of me and just trying to understand what this meetup was all about and how I could actually get people involved in this. So at the beginning, I was doing like a meetup every every week and then I moved to a meetup every uh, 10 days uh, and then eventually to a meetup every month. And then slowly, now we do only do four a year. So it's less and less and less every year. But the thing is, at the beginning, the meetups were a place where people had, were not going to. So there was mm. this meetup.com and it wasn't working and people were not going to. And so that's why when I started running meetups in Brisbane, I was one of the few meetups that were, were really working and people were showing up to. And the reason why is because I was using Facebook, not really meetup. Meetup was just like an even bright, like a, a, play, a landing page, like a place where people would go and say, oh yeah, I'll come to this event. I wasn't leveraging from the meetup platform as such i was bringing people from facebook into meetup 
Yeah. So, talk, so when, when you say that, how are you bringing them from Facebook? What was the process that you were doing over there? Yeah. So what I was doing was really nurturing people on social media, on Facebook. I was doing Facebook lives at the time. Like it sounds like I'm like super old, right? <laughs> but five years ago, nobody was using them, right? Nobody was doing Facebook lives. And, and I went from using Periscope to Facebook live, right? Mm. And so that people started to follow me on that. They would start to see that I was running a little meetup in a pub with some people and we were working on mindset at the time because I was a life coach and people loved that. And so slowly they started to say, hold on, when is the next one? How did I miss it? And people were like from Sydney, when are you coming to Sydney to do these meetups? And I was like, wow, this is like, there's a need here. And so I was just taught, instead of like, promote it i will talk about it i would like i would be i was so excited about this meetup i couldn't believe people were like just others being consistently i was like what is going on and so the more that happened the more i would go on facebook live going oh my goodness we have event <laughs> like in 10 days we got 100 rsvp this is crazy now just talk about it as like with my passion and people were like okay i need to go and check this woman out what's going on Mm, I love that. And you, and you say you're doing lives on Facebook and I'm assuming this is on your personal profile, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Kim, this is something that a lot of people that come to my workshop, when I drop the bomb of you have to use your personal profile, they, they go, freak what? out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And why, why, like, why do you think that is? Cause obviously you, you speak to a lot of people, you run workshops all around Australia, all that you pretty much seem to be on the road all the time. So you speak to a lot of people about this stuff and you know what it is. Yeah. Why do you think people freak out when it comes to their personal profiles? Like, what is it? I think that a lot of people have worked in corporate for a long time and then they leave the corporate job and they want to start this, you know, this business and they're thinking, okay, business is business, personal is personal, I'm going to keep them separate. And they can't, like, there is this idea of being in business, you have to be professional and, and which for some reason people think and assume that professional means being closed off and, and hide stuff and not be truthful, which is the opposite, right? The more you are real, the more you're truthful, the more you show your real you, the more people love it. And the people are going to be like so engaging and excited about what you have to offer. So that is something that I don't really like understand. And I always talk to people on stage going, you guys, you have to understand that Facebook is a business tool. It's not for me to connect with my friends and family. If I want to connect with my friends and family, I get them to call me on my mobile. They got my number, right? <laughs> and Facebook is a business tool and it's a free business tool at the beginning. And then absolutely Facebook ads are going to explode that. But if you don't have the base of using your personal profile to grow your business, I just think that it's way too hard. People make it way too hard for themselves. Yeah, it's so true. Like I had a, uh, a call with a lady the other day and she's like, I need to launch this new program. And I was like, cool, have you, have you tested anything on your personal profile? And she's like, well, no, I've just had a baby. So I deleted a bunch of people. And then she's like, but I get 10 people a day add me that are my ideal market. And I was like, and you don't add, and she's like, I don't add them. I don't want, I don't want to add them. I was like, if you really want, go and make another profile just for your family and friends where you just post pictures of your baby if you don't want to show people that, yeah. which is fair enough. But like, if you have 10 people a day that want what you have and you're not letting them connect with you, like, surely there's something going wrong here, right? 
Yeah, I suggest, I hear that all the time. I suggest to those people, I say, look, start a, a Facebook group, like a secret Facebook group, because I, I don't want to like, you know, there's that little risk of people going, oh, this is a fraudulent profile, we shut it down, and then you build mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? So it's like, create this Facebook secret group that you put all your friends and family in, you, put, you post wherever you want, whatever you want. However, whenever you put a photo of your kid, of your dog, of your boyfriend, your Facebook is going to go nuts. So mm. why would you want to hide those, like the best posts ever, right? Exactly. I think that's what you said before is really hits the nail on the head is that you've got to use it as a tool for business. Otherwise, you just get sucked down the black hole of sitting there scrolling and you're just the same as everyone else. And if you're a business owner, that's not going to set you up for success, right? Yeah, 100%. And the thing is, I don't, I I know that I'm sure that you're the same. I don't scroll. I don't do Mm. the scrolling on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I do my work and I'm out of there, right? Mm. I go on Facebook. I add value. I find places where I can add value, comment, post, help someone, give a free tip, and then I'm out of there. I'm not Mm. there to check what other people are doing. and, And those are the people that want to have the engagement, but they're not willing to take the steps, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Look, I, I I will put my hands up. I do scroll because I look for ads. So I'm I'm only there to look for ads. All right, I'm not. Uh, that's why yes. that's why I'm there for. <laughs> I love it. But you scrolling to, again for, with purpose. And you're not just scrolling to scroll. And that's the thing. When people scroll to scroll, then they assume that Facebook is a waste of time. When mm. it's not. If you use Facebook strategically and you have a reason and a timer to go, okay, I'm gonna go on Facebook for 15 minutes to add value like a crazy person, and then I'm out of there, and then I'm gonna mm. look after something else, right? Yeah, that's so true. And now if we're circling back a little bit though, are you still the queen of meetup? Well, that's a really good question, Kim, because a lot of people are like, you've grown out of that. You're not the meetup queen anymore. And so there is a bit of a dilemma for me of going, should I slowly, you know, get away from that name? However, lots of people know me as the Francesca Moy, the meetup queen. Like literally like I go out somewhere and people were like, Hold on a second. Are you are you for just going to meet meetup with? And literally, Eric, <laughs> my boyfriend, he goes, "What? He comes from Canada and he's like, what's going on? Like in Australia, like you know, wherever we go, people know this woman half. And so, I don't know. It's a little bit of a risk, and and I'm more than happy to say that. And I'm thinking about it, but I haven't made a decision yet. You tell me. What do you suggest? Well, look, I would say, again, it depends on the portion of people that you have coming through from meetups still. So if you're still running meetups, I mean, it's good to have. But I would say from my observations, I would say you're almost moving towards the events queen. You know what I mean? Rather than meetup specifically. Because, again, it's like that's why I try and, you know, I have the same thing because a lot of people know me as like Facebook ads guy. Like Kim does Facebook ads. But I'm like, well, if Facebook ads disappeared, or meetup yeah. disappeared, yeah. both of us would lose that name, right? It's like, well, that's gone. So you don't want to be known as the Periscope Queen, right? Yeah. It's like, well, if that's gone, it's like, it's well, what's, what's, is Periscope like what you you, you you run submarines? I don't know, right? So you want to you want to make sure that it's something that lasts. So my whole focus this year for me is positioning around advertising. So I'm going for the like I literally write down one of my goals every day is like number one advertising consultant in the world. So yeah. I feel that if I'm known as the advertising guy, it doesn't matter if it is Facebook what platform you use. Yeah. It's you know it's that and same that's why I think views like events. If you're the events queen, it doesn't matter if you run events via meetup, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, right. Yeah. Right. You are known as the person who 
does events because one of your big things is like, how do you help people get bums on seats? Right. Yeah. And the big one for that, and I'll listen and I'll asterisk that for any Americans listening. Cause I went to an event in the U S and these Americans are talking about when they came to Australia and they got really annoyed at the promoter because he's like, man, we need to just get these bums on seats. And he thought that he was calling all of the attendees bums as in like, you're like, you know what I mean? Like calling them, you're a bum. And it's like, I was like, no, no, no. In Australia, bums is literally butts. It's like, we want people, we want people to come in. It's not called saying that they're, they're bums. It's like, we need to get literally physically butts sitting inside seats. So it's like, it's so interesting when you look at the Americans and they're like, oh, these Australians, they like, they call their clients bums and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, well, no, we don't do that. That's not what we do here. No. Um, you, so it's so confusing, right? Yeah. It's funny to say that, Kim, one, at one workshop, this lady was super offended and she said, look, I think you should stop saying bums on the seat and start, start to say heart on seat. I'm like, okay, uh, I appreciate it. I understand your point of view. I'm not trying to find anybody. It's just a say. And I'm, I'm like literally stuck because I've got a book called like the bums and seats, right? So when, when my co-author of that book went to Australia, Natasha Denman went to America with that book, she was like the same. People were like, what is that? Yeah, exactly. They get all the freaked out about it, right? Because yeah. uh, it doesn't make uh, make sense to them and what they yeah. think of it. But as I said, like you're, that's one of the things that you guys are, are both known for is like filling up your events and workshops, and then obviously retreats and and other things too. So yeah. I think like I like me personally, that's where I would be like positioning yourself as the events queen. You know, love it. Well, everybody, watch out for that. I'm gonna start with my <laughs> 2020 goal is to transition from the lethal queen to the event queen and even i would say like the organic way to to build events right so because that's yeah. what we've done a lot and that's what people come to us for they go like you know we don't have budget for facebook ads yet how can we get started and the beauty about this is that you know they get started with organic but then eventually they do need if they want to get to a million dollar business they don't need to scale it with facebook advertising right yeah exactly and so so touch on that a little bit like if someone's coming in they are starting out and they're like, cool, I don't have that. Like what, what could someone, if they have the right, obviously they need to have the right strategies and tactics in place to do it. But if someone was going, I think I do want to do events and I'm going to do them. What sort of success could they potentially expect to see if they are leveraging organic to get people to come along to workshops and things like that? Look, I have taught people to fill rooms with like 20 to 25 people without paying any money in advertising. So, and that consistently. The thing is, what happens is that a lot of people do that for a little while and then they get stuck into the event running. So events running business is a whole (laughs) new story, right? Because then you get stuck into like, okay, next event, okay, next event, okay, next event. And you forget to do the most important thing, which is, keep getting new leads so that, that you don't want you don't finish your warm audience so that's a mistake that i made in the business so when i started to run facebook advertising i thought our oh, facebook ads will send me the new people if i keep being consistent and nurture the people that i get i will be fine and it worked for the first year because i think i still had a backlash of all the people from the past but then it sort of stopped and i was like oh what's happening here and so i have to always find ways to bring new leads and get new email addresses and do challenges and do things at the top of the funnel too many people forget the top of the funnel they're all trying to make money Mm. they're all trying to go like okay how do i sell it's like no 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 nurture 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 add value Uh, and that's what you know if you do that enough then you know you you, one one client of mine is making 500,000 without any facebook advertising and did 
multiple national tours in one year. So mm. it's, it's possible. It is a lot of work. And that's why, you know, having a virtual assistant that does the, the social media promotion is a must. Yeah. Well, because you've got to spend either time or you've got to spend money, right? That's the only two things, options that you have. So if you don't have the money, spend the time, do the hard work, keep putting in that work and, and you can grow it. Like literally I had the same thing. I had a conversation with a lady last night. I was speaking at an event on, on, I was being interviewed about Facebook ads and she's like, Kim, like my business is doing well. The same thing about, about half a million dollars a year. And she's like, but I don't want half a million dollars. I want much more. So I want to, I, I need help to take it to the next level, which is obviously what we, we help yeah. people do. But she, she did the same all organic grew it up from there. Cause I think sometimes people go, Oh, you know, I've got to choose one or the other, but in, in an ideal world, like if you've got time and a little bit of money, you can oh, like yeah. put, put the things together and then let it push and grow forward, right? That's the most important thing, I, I think, anyway. I so are you still, like in a world where everyone's saying that things are going super digital and, you know, kids these days, they only look at their phones and they don't go out and talk to their friends, are people still going to events? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. People are actually craving that connection nowadays. Like literally two days ago, I did an event here in Brisbane. We kept adding chairs. Like it was crazy. Like I was speaking already half an hour in thinking, you know, this is it. The number is it. Mm. No, that the doors were, t- were shut. And my team keep opening the door and keep adding chairs, like six, seven, eight chairs. And I was like, what is going on? And when I did an exercise of, of teaching them how to introduce themselves and use the story to introduce themselves, I couldn't shut them up. Like everybody mm. was so excited about talking. And I actually said on stage, I said, look, you guys, you, you are all so afraid of friending someone on social media and start a conversation on social media because you're afraid of someone saying, how do I know you? But the thing is, you're now talking to a stranger about your story and you never met it before, right? So mm. what's the difference between talking face-to-face and talking online? It's exactly the same. And it goes both ways, right? So a lot of people think, oh, people don't go out anymore. Yes, they do. I want to do the love, that connection. And so also you can bring that on social media and use that as a networking way to get to know people because I find a lot of really good friends from social media. Mm. Exactly. And I think when you couple them and bring them together, so when you meet people and then you meet them in person, it just makes things so much more like fun and exciting. You know what I mean? It's like that because then they're like, well, I've kind of known you and followed you a little bit on social media and I feel like I know you and then meet them in person. It's like, wow, you are like the same type of person, which is awesome. And it just accelerates the relationship, which is really cool. Yeah. So, and then finally, sorry, but that's the point that a lot of people miss. You said the exact thing. You are the same person. That's what mm. people don't understand on social media. They want to be fake and they want to mm. like hide and they want to say all the things that are real and they want to be vulnerable. But that's what people love. The more you are the same online, offline, one-on-one, one-to-many, the more that your tone and your voice, your attitudes that doesn't change, the more people will trust and want more. Yeah, exactly. I think as you, you, you hit the nail on the head there with a few things, which is also that, you, you you do have to, if you're going to use, especially if you're going to use your personal profile and you're going to use organic and then you're also going to do paid and events or whatnot, everything has to be mashed up and has to be in alignment. You can't be those people that only post their best days. Yeah. Because then everyone starts, because then what happens is, and that's why the, like, the negativity that you see on social media comes is because you are comparing your worst day with someone else's best day. And if they only post their best days, they're like, oh, this Francesca, she's just amazing. She never, she never misses a beat. She's, oh, I, I could never be like her. Yeah. 
Um, and then it's like when you actually like, oh, here's the real real life scenario. This is things that are happening. Yes, I share my wins, but I also share what I learn when things don't go right as well. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that you say that because um, the last month has been out of this world crazy, like legit. If I haven't given up the last month, I'm never going to give up. <laughs> like, <literally, laughs> for real, right? And uh, and it's, you know, challenge after challenge after challenge, which I know that the universe is trying to teach me a lesson to do something that I'm really been putting off for a while. I'm going, oh, I'm not going there yet. But the, obviously the universe is now going, no, that's it. You have to go there. So I'm moving towards the online space more and I've been resisting that a lot uh, and I'm ready. I'm going to say that out loud. And, and it's exciting and scary because when you have, when you get to the point that you know how to, you know, make money, you know, how to have a successful business, you know how to pay your, your employees, you know how to pay your rent, you just you know how to make money, right? It, it just go, why do I have to change it? I'm just going to mm. stay here. But the thing is, if you stay there, you're not going to grow and you're not going to be able to take it to the next level. And also as a person, you get bored. So last year I was really bored, but I was terrified of moving in a different mm. direction. And so the universe is now making me go to the new direction, which is exciting. But the thing is, it's challenging and scary. And, and a lot of people are like, no, 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 don't change. Just just stay, just, just keep doing well, you don't need more than 1.5 million, just stay there. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's not that I need that, it's that I can impact more people if I get over myself. Yeah, and that's and that's a big point that people will talk about there because some people like to talk about money they make, some people don't. And But then the funny thing I find is that when people talk about it in a negative way, it's like you don't need more than that or anything like that. It's like, well, if you're doing something, like if you're just doing something for greed, or just for yourself, sure. But like a lot of people complain. I don't know if you saw it. So we've obviously, if anyone's again watching this from overseas, we've just had the a lot of big Australian bushfires, which has been hugely impactful on the whole of Australia. And there's been people that have been making donations and contributing. And there's uh, Twiggy Forest, so who is the head of one of the largest mining companies in Australia, made I think it was a donation it was like fifty million dollars, which at that time was the largest donation made out of anyone anywhere. Some people praised him. Other people like. That's all that like, how come you're only making a $50 million donation? You're a, you're a billionaire. Why aren't you doing more than that? It's like, hang on. You like people in the cycle, like, if he, if he didn't make a donation, people will complain. If you make a donation, people are going to complain as well. So it's like, you've got to do what's best for you. He knows it's like, Hey, I know I'm helping out. I'm giving a $50 million donation to the bushfires and I know I'm going to help. So Again, when it, when it comes to uh, people looking at the income, it's like, if you know you're going to help people, like yeah. you can only help more. It's like, cool, if you can only do if, – if he did, wasn't a billionaire, he may have only been able to do a $500 donation. Yeah. So by having that, he's able to help and contribute a much larger scale, whether people like it or not. Yeah, and he doesn't need to say it to anybody either if he doesn't mm. want to. Like we don't have to share exactly. how much we're making in our business. But the reason why I like to share it is because – I want when I talk to someone, I I want to know what what the business is looking like. Not because mm. I'm judging someone from the money that they're making, but I want to be challenging my brain of what else is possible. Mm. So I want to look, you know, at people that are making more than me and going, oh, is that possible? Okay, show me how. And so I'm interested when I want to invest in someone. That's the first thing that I ask. I'm like, look, if I want, you want me to work with you, I want to know how much you're making because I want to know that you're making more than me because if not, I, I don't want to learn from you right now, right? Or if it's something about growing the business. If it's about something else, that doesn't really matter what um, they're making. But the thing is, for me, it's important to be transparent in every way because mm. that's when people trust you even more, right? 
Hundred percent, and it's also because what you do, and similar for myself, and well, most of the time people are pretty forthcoming with us, but sometimes people are reserved in that. But it's the same for you because you give people specific strategies to achieve specific outcomes. If someone comes to you and they're earning fifty grand a year, or they come to you and they're earning five hundred grand a year, you're going to make very different recommendations on what they should do. It's like at fifty grand a year, cool. Here's my basic strategy to get more bums on seats. Do this every week. Five hundred k a year cool, here's some more advanced strategies. Maybe you should be looking at adding in new products and things like that. You're going to give them slightly different advice. But then everyone's like, oh, they want to know what I'm doing. It's like, well, a lot of time it's also to help you. But same as you say, like if you want help from someone, it's like, well, I don't want to learn business growth from someone who's doing a million dollars a year because I want to know how I go from 1.5 to 5 or 5 to 10, whatever it might be. A hundred percent. And there was one, I remember once there was, I do have a qualifying form after my workshops that I give mm. to people if they want to join the mafia, they, they need to have uh, filled that out. And it says how much you're making right now and how much you want to make. And so people just keep them empty. And I go into mm. the chat and I say, okay, I saw that you haven't put anything in here. And they're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable saying that. Or they say, uh, oh, I'm making, you know, 50,000. I'm like, oh, 50,000 a month. That's amazing. And I go, oh, in a different business. But now when I start this business, I'm like, okay, well, then what do you make in this business? Because if I need to open this, it doesn't matter that you've got an husband that's making money. I need, I need to know so that I can help you, right? Because if you're at different stages, there's different things that you need. And it's no embarrassment. We've all been at zero and we've all mm. been at, you know, at 10 and then we went back to zero and then we went back to, you know, and it's normal and it's not, it doesn't mean nothing about the identity of the person. Mm, yeah, 100%. So true. Um, I love that. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, Francesca. Some people like this question. I got asked it on a podcast one time and I love it. So I've stolen it. I can't remember who I stole it from. So okay. apologies if they listen. But what's, what is one question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Oh, all right. That's a really good question. It makes me think. Okay. Maybe something like, I love when people ask me that question. What is one thing that nobody knows about you? Okay. Well, tell, fill us in. What's, and remember, you can't use the one thing you've used in any other podcast or any other interview or any other event I you've done. What's something okay. that nobody knows about you? Oh, okay. All right. Nobody knows about me. Okay. So the truth is I have been like doing a little bit of a white lie on how much, uh, ki- how many kilos I've lost in the last six months. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't want to really say. So a lot of people think that I've lost between, you know, anyway, li- less. And I have actually lost 22 kilos in the last six months. And it has been incredible. Wow. Nobody knows. So now everybody knows. There we go. I, I, I've done that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, 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 that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really and the reason why I didn't want to know because I didn't think that I had that much to lose. And I was sort of embarrassed when I was like, oh, God, like I was actually overweight and I didn't know it. And so it doesn't matter. This is the truth. Yeah. Nobody knows nah, I love it. I love it. That's amazing. I don't tell anybody. I won't. I won't tell any of our thousands of listeners. Guys, we won't. Block your ears. Go back and rewind and block your ears on that one, guys. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. So, Francesca, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to connect, obviously, we'll put um, all your links in the show notes and everything like that. But where's the where, where are you most active? If someone does want to check out more, uh, more about you, where's the best place for them to go? The best place is the Entrepreneurs Abundance Mindset uh, Facebook group. There is 8,500 people in there and I'm there consistently. So I look forward to seeing you in there. Awesome. Thank you so much. And guys, we'll put links to everything that Francesca does in the show notes. Check her out. She's amazing. She's the events queen. You've heard it here first, guys. Uh, It's amazing. So thank you again, Francesca, so much for joining us. We really appreciate it.
Thank you so much for having me. It was much fun. My pleasure. Bye. Cheers.